Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Day two is in the books. Colts camp shut down for the day, and they shut down early because Matt Ryan is efficient, and Matt Ryan is smart. We found out some things today about DeForest Buckner that you may not like. Found out some things today about Nick Cross and Yannick Ngakwe that we will like. And and I want to talk also about Chris Ballard. We had some spent some time with him. The media guys did on Tuesday. And then on Dan Dockich's radio show today, Dan and I were talking about Chris Ballard. And it went in a direction that I didn't really anticipate and hadn't given a whole lot of, of great thought to on this show. And so I and I thought it was kind of interesting, so I want to share that too. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Thursday, July 27th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson, the best. He's worked on my house, our house, three times. Didn't he? I haven't kicked the wife out, and she hasn't left. It's all good. But we've had Jared over to the house three times to fix plumbing issues, and he did them beautifully. That's why we talk about him, and you can give him a call yourself at 765-610-8809 and do the same thing we did. And that's turn your plumbing into a solution and in something that's driving you a little bit crazy into something that's really, really good about your home. Uh, also, smash that subscribe button. We are so close to 6,500 subscribers. It's crazy. Hit the like button. Trying to get 204 likes today. And... I got to tell you the truth, I like it when you ring the bell. So ring the bell. And you donate, you donate. Um, This Friday night, tomorrow night, my wife and I are going to win the Mega Millions. So this might be our last week. Actually, I would continue doing this if I won the Mega Millions. But I got a good feeling about the Mega Millions. On one of the lines, I've got my birthday. All three numbers. The two and the 22 in the year. All a part of one line. Of the Mega Millions numbers, so I, I'm fairly certain that we're going to win. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and what we saw today out at Grand Park. First of all, sold-out crowd. Fantastic kids' day. Kids were everywhere. It was unbelievable. The, the, the feeling, the enthusiasm for the team is just wonderful, and I can see why the Colts are one of five or six NFL teams who still have camp in this way. Yeah, it's more complicated logistically. It's a little bit more difficult. But the kids and the parents absolutely love the opportunity to watch these guys play. And what they're seeing from Matt Ryan is a master class in the quarterback position. And I know we're only two two days in, right? And we don't know what's going to happen on Sundays. 
We don't, based on the first two days. But watching camp being orchestrated by Matt Ryan each of the first two days, 10 minutes early. Why? Because he's efficient and he's working on the pace. And it's not some late. He isn't lollygagging. There's no lollygagging out there. Matt Ryan is out there, and you know what he is. He is a more nimble and stronger-armed version of Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers was really, really smart and really detail-oriented. Matt Ryan, just as smart, just as detail-oriented, maybe a little bit more accurate with the football, stronger-armed, more nimble in the pocket and outside of the pocket. He can still move a little bit at the age of 37. I think that Matt Ryan is going to be an upgrade from Philip Rivers, not to mention an obvious upgrade over Carson Wentz, who continues to think the smartest man in the world stares back at him every morning in the mirror. That's Carson Wentz. Matt Ryan is trying to make other people smarter. He's not so worried about himself. Paris Campbell looked really, really good today. Uh, DeForest Buckner, he's got a minor back issue. They're playing it safe with a minor back issue. Now, I got to tell you, I have really enjoyed Frank Reich and his interaction with media this year so far. Seems like a different version of Frank Reich, a more comfortable version, which is good. Uh, but when he talks about injuries, I got alarm bells going off in my head. And when you got a back, and uh, it's a minor thing, we're playing it safe. I don't take that seriously. I don't think there is a minor back issue. I think all back issues are major. Back issues are really, really hard to overcome. We saw it last year with Quentin Nelson. So when somebody talks about a back and being held out early in camp and they say, ah, don't worry about it, you know what? Uh, the season opener isn't for six weeks or whatever. I don't like hearing that. I also, I, I thought Frank Reich was really good, and I posted the video of Frank Reich's entire uh, media availability, like we do every day uh, on this channel. And the only answer I really didn't like, everything else seemed like he was being a more transparent version of himself. Except for, thank you, Trucking Across America. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the donation. You know what? You, if you're watching, you should take that as an example. Hit the donation button or the thanks button. Throw me some cash. Let's go. Um, these things don't produce themselves, for God's sake. At any rate, his answer about the receivers I really didn't like. All of a sudden, he sounded like that guy again, where he's just kind of flapping his lips and he's saying nothing. said that he really, really likes his receiver group. I don't buy that for a minute. I don't think Alec Pierce has looked great so far. And granted, this is first camp. He's a rookie. He played at Cincinnati. You know what? There's going to be some growing pains. But so far, you see a guy who has trouble getting separation at the line of scrimmage. Now, the tight ends, I really liked. Andrew Ogletree had a nice catch today, hit in stride, and he's big. Jelani Woods is really, really big. They threw to Granson. I don't know whether he came up with it or not. I think that he did. They threw a nice ball to Mo Ali Cox. I think that it's going to be really hard to make this team at the tight end position. you got four guys in, in Ali Cox, Ogletree, Woods, and Granson who could all be guys that help lift that offense on Sundays. I think so. But four guys can't. 
you can't, what's the point of having four tight ends? That's craziness, right? You can have three, but you can't have four. Who's going to be the odd man out? And if you try to stash a fourth guy on the practice squad, the, the Colts are strong enough at the tight end position. Other teams are going to grab his ass up, and, and he's going to sign elsewhere. He is not going to clear waivers. So it's going to be some interesting decisions come the end of camp after that third uh, preseason game. Very interesting times ahead for Chris Ballard, Frank Reich, and the entire front office. Uh, there was one deep ball today that uh, Nick Foles threw to DeMichael Harris. Caught because nobody was within 10 yards of him. You know, you, you dink and dunk long enough, that over-the-top defense is going to take a little bit of a breather, and it did today. And, and so Foles hit Harris. Otherwise, it was very much the offense that you saw the Colts run with Phillip Rivers at the helm. It is a lot of crossing patterns. It's a lot of this and this and over-the-middle stuff, not a lot of, of vertical passing game at all. And that's cool. All you got to do is move the sticks. Whether you do it with Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, or Matt Ryan to Pittman, Matt Ryan to uh, Pierce, Matt Ryan to Woods, Matt Ryan to Ollie Cox, I don't care. It doesn't matter as long as the sticks continue to move. On defense, I like this so far. This looks like something I remember. This looks like an NFL defense rather than what Colts have been running the last four years. And I understand, in scoring defense, you, you've had, uh, uh, with Matt Eberflus, you've had, you know, top 10 defenses three of those four years. I still didn't like it. And I think that one of the things that led to that is that the Colts hold the ball on the offensive side of the field. They don't have four-play touchdown drives. They have 12-play touchdown drives. And if you keep the ball away from the opposing offense, you are going to keep them from scoring. That's just the way. That's math. What are we talking about now? Points per drive? That's a different thing. The Colts weren't bad at that either, defensively. But the 33 turnovers had a lot to do with that. You, you've got to find a way to turn the ball over without turning the ball over. And you do that through three and outs or six and outs. That's okay. Get people to punt. There's nothing wrong with acquiring possession of the football via the punt. Nothing wrong with that. Has John Fox been involved on the field so far? I saw him walk outside the window uh, yesterday, walked by, but I haven't seen him, like, grab anybody by the face mask. You know, he's not grabbing Yannick Ngakwe and saying, Yannick, what are we doing? He's not that kind of hands-on guy. Reggie Wayne, a little bit like that, and Frank Reich talked about Reggie Wayne as a coach today and said that Reggie is doing it his way, and that's... And Frank also said he's been trying to get Reggie on the coaching staff for the last four years. Finally got that done. Reggie is not pulling any punches. He is in people's ear holes telling them exactly where they are, uh, where they're succeeding and where they're failing. Is Blankenship kicking? He is. You've got the same guys we had in OTAs, Blankenship, but we haven't seen a lot from him. There, there was 11 on 11 today. There was seven on seven. Nobody hitting, nobody in pads. Pads come on Saturday night. Sold out. You can't get tickets. All right? And they don't sell the tickets, but you go online to get them. So we haven't seen Blankenship 
whether he's good from 60, like he says he should be at Lucas Oil Stadium. I'm not worried about 60. I'm worried about 53 and in, putting it between the uprights, not hitting the right upright. And you know what? We talked about it earlier this week. All of the divisional round playoff games this past year were decided by three points or in overtime. Three by three points, one in OT. That's how important it is to have a field goal kicker who's going to go out on the field and kick a 37-yarder or 33-yarder in Buffalo or a 47-yarder to win games or just score the three points in the first half so you can win it at the end by three. That's good, too. All right. Uh, spent an hour on the Dan Dockett show today, and, and the, the problem with doing that is I've known Dan so long, and I'm so comfortable with Dan, you, you kind of relax and just say stuff. You know what I mean? You say what pops into your head. You don't vet it before it comes out of your mouth. And we were talking about Chris Ballard, and Stacey Dales of the NFL Network was also on the show for part of the time, and she was talking about Ballard, and I thought it was really interesting what she had to say and what Dan had to say about sensitivity to the media. Chris Ballard appears to be entirely insensitive to the media, and that's what a good manager should be. If you're on the field of battle, you don't need to listen to the chirpers on the sideline. They should hold no sway with you whatsoever. And with Chris Ballard, they don't. He knows he's got to win more. That's how you're judged. 42 and 42 isn't going to get it. But we are really, really lucky to have a guy like Chris Ballard who will allow on the property. The conversation that Dan and I had about the Colts was not all flowers and and wonderful. There was a lot of criticism within it. And Chris Ballard's not the kind of guy who's going to stand in the way of that kind of thing. To his credit, to the Colts' credit, that that happens. Um, By the way, Stacey Dales, very, very nice. Uh, From the NFL Network, absolutely nice. She gave me way too much credit today. She kept saying, and it really, it started to make me laugh. Uh, She said, well, Kent, you know this. I don't know Stacey Dales. She has no idea whether I know stuff or not. It made me sound great. It made me sound like an authority. So I enjoyed it. But, you know, she was wonderful, just great. And uh, she knows Les Snead and the people out at, uh, out with the Rams, and I do too a little bit for my time in St. Louis. And so it was good to kind of, you know, negotiate those territories uh, with somebody who knows what she's talking about. She's very smart about leadership and about football. She's very well informed. Uh, NFL Network has done a very, very nice job. And it struck me today, Dan is a phenomenally good radio host. And he's that for a number of reasons. Number one, he's really, really smart, and he's he's crazy wise. He understands how the inner machinations of sports work. Like, I own a car, and I can drive that car. I don't know how the engine works. I know there's spark plugs in there, and there's a transmission, and there are pistons, and I know gas goes in the piston. That's all I need. That with sports, most radio hosts have that lack of depth of knowledge. Dan understands how the whole thing fits together and how it works. And so it's really, really fun to talk to Dan about sports. And and it's fun to talk to him because you can ask him questions too, and that doesn't bother him. Some hosts, you don't ask questions too. With Dan, you do. 
Dan is a and then I heard Jason Benetti. By the way, congratulations to Jason Benetti. He's going to Fox Sports from ESPN. We're going to miss him on ESPN, but we got him on Fox, so that's a good thing. Jason was extolling the virtues of Dan Dockage as a friend, not a broadcaster. I've known Dan for 35 years. And the way he's treated by media people in this market, and I know that there have been times where he isn't terribly generous, but people shouldn't understand Dan's job as a radio host and, and understand the sort of environment in which those comments are made. He's a wonderful guy. And to say that he uses children that he's give, providing bicycles to through he and his, his wife Lee's charity as a human shield is beyond the pale. It's just awful. I, I talked about it a little bit last week, but not in terms of the, like the back and forth. Um, anybody who's known Dan Dockage for any period of time understands exactly who he is. He is who he is. He is today who he was when I met him in 1988. Fantastic guy. A friend. I'm proud to call him a friend. And, and uh, people who don't think so, they doubt him out of extreme ignorance. And it's just that simple. And Jason Benetti said it much more eloquently, no surprise there, than I did. But uh, being on Dan's show today was all kinds of fun because it's always fun talking sports to Dan, whether, you know, whether we're socially together or professionally together. It's just a wonderful experience. I dig it. Um, Ballard is not a fragile flower, and he can withstand the heat from this media in Indianapolis and Dan or me or anybody else. He's not a win-only GM. We talked about this a little bit. He's trying to affirm a philosophy about life and and do that through the game of football. And if he wins, he is going to be able to say at least to himself, I did this the right way, and the way I did it, and that Super Bowl win affirms what I believe about humanity. And that's why I love football, and that's why it's fun to cover that Colts team, because they're trying to do more than win. It's not just win, baby. It's just win the right way. That's why we love Chris Ballard, and we root for him. Same thing with Frank Reich. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Uh, videos being released all night long. For God's sake, this is what we do, and we love it. Because, I mean, are you kidding me? It's Colts football. It's media. It's fun. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.